What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Thread Needle Podcast. This is episode 14. I am your host, Jared Kelly, brought to you by my by my side, my co-host, Sean Bruner. Hey, I hope you guys are having a lovely day. I know here in Jersey, it's uh, 79. Uh, Philly's looking kind of similar. Um, I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. So, Sean, breaking it down, going into episode 14 of the podcast... Uh, let's kind of talk about that Celtics and Miami game, that tough, gritty, fought out. Uh, I, I, I know we both got our opinions about, um, what happened and this, uh, the, the sequences, uh, that happened in the late, late game situation in that game. So let's, let's, let's kind of put it on the table and talk about it. Yeah. What a, what a game seven that was. Yeah, Miami game seven. and Boston Celtics. Yeah. Great game seven. Celtics pulled it out. I know my da- Shout out to my dad. I know my dad's happy seeing this, seeing the Boston going to the finals. <laughs> yeah, it was such a great start by the Boston Celtics, and they never let up until the very end. It was a little – they made it a little bit interesting. Uh, yeah. Miami came back a little bit, hit some big shots, Drews and Kyle Lowry. So yeah. they came back a little bit, and uh, Boston was shaking in their boots a little bit. <laughs> So let's kind of talk about that late game situation. Uh, Jimmy Butler shooting at three. I know we were talking about it a little bit before we actually started up the podcast. Uh, what do you feel about it, man? I'm going to be completely honest. I really disagree with the shot that Jimmy Butler took. I mean, he had about 16 seconds left on the clock. There was a lot of time. He was running up the court. Nobody was really back on defense. Al Horford was down there. He's right. been attacking Al Horford the entire series. Right. So why not attack him again? So why not attack him again? Why not take the jumper, tie the game? It's a game seven, a chance to go to the NBA finals, and it's very big to win an NBA championship. Yeah, absolutely. So him taking that shot, he's not a, first of all, he's not a good three point shooter to start off. Him pulling up like that, he's not gonna, he's not that type of guy that makes it, like he makes it, but in a game seven like that, you don't take that shot. Attack Al Horford, you had a better shot. Or you could have pulled up for a mid-range jumper where you're a specialty at. So yeah, why but, not Why not just take that? Why not t- tie the game? You have a chance to go to overtime in a game seven. Yeah, I, I can. I agree. mean, I get it. You want to win on your home court. You want to be that hero. Yeah, and that's it. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, so that's I why I kind of don't disagree with the shot. But that's the point I'm trying to make is that the shot wasn't really that great. But also, like, and I'm not trying to, well, I, I guess I am. I'm also trying to back up Jimmy Butler, but also I'm not. I mean, I agree to disagree with the shot. You know, you brought up a great point that there was, you know, at least 16 seconds left on the clock. So that's a good amount. That's a good amount of chunk of time uh, left in the game, you know, late late game situation. But also at the same time, Jimmy Buckets has been carrying the Miami Heat on his shoulders the entire series. And honestly, like, I, I, I kind of got to give him the benefit of the doubt whether or not he pulled that shot because, you know, he's been carrying the offensive load so much, you know, on, on the Miami Heat. And so, you know, I kind of, I mean, like I said, I, I, I don't completely agree with the shot, but I don't completely dis- disagree with it. I think, you know, it it absolutely was a tough shot. I mean, it was in transition. I mean, but nobody was really there to stick him, so it was, was pretty open, and it wasn't too bad of a shot. I mean, you know, a hit back rim. I mean, you know, it it, it wasn't that bad. So, you know, if he hit it, we would be talking about that is that it, is it would sure, be yeah. a completely different yeah, it would story. Be a whole you know different what I mean? Story, I understand. So, yeah. 
I, I, I There's get, nobody else on that team that I would rather take that shot than Rather take that shot, yeah. But you brought up a good point. But, He's been tacking at Horford the entire yeah, exactly. series. So, like, why not, you know, or take it to the mid-range. Yeah. He's a mid-range specialist, exactly. like you said. You brought up great, great points, Sean. But... You know, I guess, yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards I just got to give him the benefit of the doubt because, like I said, he's been so huge for Miami, you know, the entire series So on the offensive end. So I think I just got to give him the benefit of the doubt with the shot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was a okay shot. I mean, a great shot. That's the guy I want taking the shot. But Absolutely. I didn't like it. I don't know. I feel like he could have got a better look, honestly. He definitely could, and he definitely could have took it to the mid-range. Uh, like we said, he's a mid-range specialist, and he's been attacking Al Horford the entire series. But, you know, I mean, late-game situation, it it goes either way, man. You know superstars, like, you know, they, they, they live for their shots. Yeah. So, you know. I know I'd be saying a whole different thing. Yeah, if he made it. it. Yeah, yeah. and it honestly wasn't a bad shot because I was looking at it, and I was like, damn, that might go in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, not going to lie to you. When he put it up, I kind of got thought up it was off the yeah, I got up yeah. off the couch. Like I was, like I thought it was gonna go in. Honestly, yeah. and but. like like we said, it would be a completely different story, uh, completely different topic if he did hit that shot. So, you know, I I guess I got to give him the benefit of the doubt, man. I, I just I just don't like how he went for the win instead. Like I like be safe with it and go for the yeah, tie. Yeah, be safe with it, go with the tie. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he could have played it safe and went with the tie. Yeah, absolutely. It can it can go either way, but I think he felt really confident in that shot, which I don't blame him. I mean. The whole entire series, I mean, he's just been carrying on the yeah. offensive load. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he dropped like 35 in this game. I'm yeah, sure yeah, he's just been playing out of his mind, man. But shout-out to Miami. I mean, you know, you guys are dumb, but shout-out to Jimmy Buckets. I love you, man. Uh, way to perform in the playoffs. I mean, huge offensive uh, uh, can contribute. I mean, he's he's been huge. But you know, also shout out to the Celtics. Shout out to my to my dad. You know, he's got he's got to, he's got to love seeing Boston go to the finals. But but yeah, I mean, I I knew it was going to be a tough, gritty, fought out series. We talked about this, Sean, and you know, I I originally was calling that Celtics were probably going to pull it out in six, but I knew it could possibly go seven. So and it did. So it was it was overall a good series. I mean, very entertaining. Now we're down to the final two. Now we're down to the final two. We're kind of going to shift our focus over to that. So. We got Boston and Golden State playing tonight at 9 o'clock. little late game, so I'll probably uh, – I might stay up for a good portion of it to watch. But, you know, um, who do you got winning tonight? Who you got winning – well, actually, who do you got winning the series? I'm taking Golden State in six. Taking Golden State in six? I think Golden State wins tonight. And I think that they finish it off in Boston in Game Six. Finish um, it off in Boston in the TD Garden. Wow, it's, yeah, it's tough. I'm hearing a lot of stuff. Just Boston has more size. Boston's defense. Boston's the number one defense. Golden State's the number two defense. And a lot of people saying that Golden State had an easy path with with um, Denver being eliminated, only having Jokic, and then Ja being out a couple games All right, in stop. round two. Like, and nobody, then, nobody and can then control Luka, that. Luka, like, come on. And then Luka taking out Phoenix and taking the easy route oh, and stuff. God. So I'm hearing a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Golden State's a better team. Golden State has way more firepower than Boston. Definitely has Steph, way more firepower. Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole. Any of them can catch fire. Boston... If Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, if one of them is not on, they can't win the game. They can't win the game, yeah. Absolutely. One of Golden State's stars can not be on, and they can still win they the game because win, they have yeah. 
they have three other players that can step up. So many huge pieces, man. I mean, Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Klay Thompson. I mean, this team is stacked. And Gary Payton's supposed to come back tonight. He's questionable. Oh, wow. He's going to be huge on the defensive end. Right, on the defensive end, yeah. Yeah, He's going to be huge. I'm also hearing a lot of stuff about Marcus Smart. I mean, Curry's only, I'm pretty sure he shoots 29% against Marcus Smart or something like that. I don't – it's a whole different story. This is the NBA Finals. Yeah, so he's definitely going to turn Boston up, has zero Finals experience. Golden State has plenty of Finals experience. Yeah, yeah, you got to take that into consideration too. Yeah, yeah experience. It's Golden State's going to be on their home floor tonight. I think Golden State takes this win tonight. Um, it could possibly be a close game, but it also could – you never know. Golden State could take off – it takes two to three minutes for them to go on a run and completely take you out of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree, Sean. And honestly, I was kind of leaning towards that Golden State was going to take in the six. So, you know, I was leaning more towards Golden State was going to take the series. So, I, I don't know. It's up in the air whether or not it can go seven just because, you know, Boston is so good defensively. And I think that Marcus Smart, I mean, he has a good way of getting players ahead mentally, man. Like, he, does, he does. So, you know, he's a dog. And I don't know. I, th- I think I'm still going to stay with my pick. And I'm going to lean towards Golden State, pulls it out in six. They they, they bring it back to TD Garden. And, yeah, they that's why they we deliver. gotta see, we gotta see if Curry is mentally tough enough again from Marcus Smart because you know he's gonna get on his yeah. nerves a lot. In and the he series. is, yeah. I think I think he's Curry's used to this by now. He's yeah, been he's in the used league. to it by now. He's experienced. You know, he's older. I mean, you know, he's you know, and, and like we said, even if Steph Curry has an off game, he's getting locked down by Marcus Smart, dude. You still got Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole. Don't forget about Draymond, like facilitating the rock and you know being a defensive anchor. I mean. You know, it's, ah, man, I mean, Golden State has so much firepower. I mean, it's going to be really tough for Boston to, you know, put up a fight. Yeah, really I, th- I think this is going to be, go down as a great, like, one of the greatest NBA Finals ever. I mean, this is going to be such a great series. Oh, it I is, believe. man. Dude, I can't wait. I mean, I there's, just so much, there's just so much talent in this NBA Finals. I mean, even young talent in this league. Like Absolutely. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Jordan Poole. Like, there's so much young talent. Absolutely. And I just think that the series is going to be a great one, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree, Sean. So, yeah, shout out to Boston. Shout out to Golden State. You know, I, th- I think the Bay is going to pull out another chippy uh, this year. You know, where me and Sean are both leaning towards on this one. We think Golden State is going to pull it out in six. So, I think it's going to happen. They're going to go back to TD Garden and pull it out. They're going to deliver. So, yeah, well, shout, shout out to Brown Bron, you know, being a billionaire. I mean, that that guy's got money coming out the wazoo. I mean, but, you know, shout out to King James. Yeah, but he's got a million contracts with a million different things. So. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Think of all his endorsements, man. Nike. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, making movies, making space he's bands, too. Like, I mean, yeah, got, got to school. You know, and I, and I love uh, LeBron for giving money back and uh, providing to make those schools for the, for those children. Uh, shout out to LeBron. You know, I really respect him for yeah, that. He's very well. With, he's very good with that. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out to LeBron. Doing your thing, man. King James. So, all right, enough enough talk about some b-ball. Let's kind of shift our focus over to some baseball. I know it's kind of hard to talk about those uh, fighting fills, but <sighs> listen, yesterday, I mean, we did win against the Giants. We broke that, what, five-game losing streak? No, I don't even know what it was. I, I, th- I, I lost count five. after five. <laughs> I, I think it was five. Uh, ultimately, they stink. <laughs> yeah, they uh <laughs> this is such a pitiful ball team. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Right. We right spent now, so much yeah. money this offseason. We have a top 5 payroll and we have three more wins than the Cincinnati Reds. 
Yeah, yeah. So I know Aaron Nola was on the mound uh, yesterday. It was a great start by him. It was, a, it it was, was a great that, start, that, and then he just it was that fifth inning. Yeah, when fifth when, inning, when the batters just started home. getting hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had like four hitters get four consecutive straight hits, and then then somebody hit like a two run bomb or something or a three run bomb on him. Yeah, it was something like kind of shook him, you know, on the mound, but. But yeah, I mean, Aaron Nola, Aaron Nola was was doing good all the way to what the sixth inning. I think the sixth inning just started, kind of started dimin- uh, diminishing. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, the Phillies, come on, guys, you you guys got to turn it around. I mean, they're twenty two and twenty nine. Giants are obviously a better team. Uh, twelve Giants, and a half out. Of that 12, yeah, twelve and a half out. That is that That's is awful. crazy. Yeah, and we played the Giants. We somehow, some way, uh, got a win because our batters was a little hot. Shout out to uh, Schwarber. Um, Schwarber, Maton. What a game from Maton last night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Giants record are 27-22, so, you know, they are looking like the better team right now. But, yeah, Phillies, man, you got to get that bell ringing, and you guys got to you guys gotta turn it around. I mean, dude, I, I know we talked about this on previous episodes of the podcast, Sean. I mean, honestly, I don't have enough – uh, reassurance on our bullpen. I mean, when somebody big comes out. I mean, dude, I, they brought up a crazy t- statistic about Zach Wheeler. His ERA, I believe, last year was around like four point something. It, it right now it's down to like one point like forty. And dude, Zach Wheeler has been killing it. I mean, absolutely. and the bullpen blows it. Yeah, and the bullpen our starters, blows it. Our starters always start off good, yeah. and then the bullpen comes in, and it's here's the thing. What do we do with Joe Girardi? <sighs> I mean, that's dude, the big. There's so that's much, the big topic around. There's so much right controversy now. around him, man. I like, like. Here's the thing. Like, I like Joe as a manager. The thing is that he makes the stupidest decisions. There's no reason to pull some of our stars if they have eighty some pitches or ninety some pitches, and then bring in the pitiful bullpen that we yeah. have. Yeah, let them go. Yeah, let let them go because that's you know it, it's 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 a um. It's a dwelling cycle that that keeps on happening. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, and 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 it happens all the time. I think he should finally get the memo to be like, okay, well, maybe I should let him go six. Maybe yeah. I should let him go seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then bring the bullpen. You know, just some you know more reassurance. You know what I mean? But also, you know, there there's amount of leverage. You know, when it comes to the amount of pitches they have. I mean, dude, if 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 they're at like seventy to eighty pitches going into the sixth inning, keep them in. Yeah. Keep him in. Yeah, and I, I get it that he's not, like, the one playing, and it's not his fault and everything. Yeah. But, like, he's the one that's making the decisions. At some he point, is. you have to put the blame on him. Yeah. And we just got to figure out what the Phillies are going to do with him. I mean, yeah, absolutely. maybe the Phillies can start to get hot. I mean, I feel like I say it every single episode. Yeah. But, I mean, and they just don't. But, you know, maybe they can get hot at some point and, you know, maybe just calm down. And hopefully they can... Start winning some games. Yeah, hopefully, Sean. Hopefully, and you know, not a good sight seeing Gene Segura out. You know, I mean, I saw yeah, he's G- he, yeah. Uh, Girardi said what, like ten to twelve weeks. Yeah, or ten something. to twelve weeks. Yeah, it's rough. But you're gonna get Stott and Maytown's gonna get a lot of more time too. And yeah. I'm happy that Moniak's back up and in center field, and hopefully he can get back into his spring training form because he was a beast in spring training. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We need somebody to step up. I mean, you know, and I think. um Castellanos has, you know, kind of, kind of been in a little slump. I know he was getting hot. Yeah, I mean, he was hot all weekend. I yeah, mean, I mean, it's just two games. I mean, yeah, we'll two see games. What, yeah, I'm, two, I'm, three games. We'll see what. But I mean, I mean, you know, we kind of, we kind of need the help. You know what I mean? Like, we need everybody to get hot. We need this entire team to get hot. Yeah, we really do. I mean, they've really been asleep do. besides Harper basically all season. I'm mean, sure has got 12 bombs this year. Yeah. 
We just need the Phillies to wake up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's May. Start yeah, getting it, on a roll. Yeah, it is May. Yeah, start getting on a roll and do something. So, um, oh, it's June, actually, yeah. June, yeah, 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 it's June now. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, beginning of June. Sorry about that. Yeah, June second. Yeah. Um. So I kind of wanted to talk a little about some players uh, surrounding the league. Um. You know, I I know we uh, shouted out Paul Goldie uh, on the previous episode of the podcast, but right now, man, I mean, fantasy ranking. He 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 is season ranked two, dude. He has been killing it right now statistically for the uh, 2022 season. He's got 33 runs, 11 homers, 43 RBIs, man, three stole base. I mean, dude, he's killing it. Dude, he is killing it, man. St. Louis. St. Louis always has those sneaky players. Dude, they do. They dude. always do. Harrison Batter. I mean, Nolan. I mean, dude, the, the Cardinals. They got sneaky players, and they sneakily get them, too. Like, you don't realize that they actually sign a player until, yeah. <laughs> until they actually play. Like, they're, yeah. they're a sneaky team, yeah. and they have a great bullpen, and – they're always that sneaky team in the postseason. They always end up choking it somehow, some way. But yeah, absolutely. So uh, I know the game, um, the New York Yankees versus um, the Angels got postponed yesterday because of a rain. So that got delayed, and then it got postponed. So there was a doubleheader today. So the first game is going to take place at one o five versus LA. I believe my guy Nestor uh, is pitching. The first game, cause dude, I think he's gonna come out and pitch a gem, dude. This guy has, this guy has been nasty. So, so uh, yeah, first game's on at 105 versus LA, and then the second game is on at 705. So, you know, I just want to talk a little about my boy Nestor. LA's been in a lot of doubleheader lately. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely have. And right now, as of the 2022 season, Nestor has 61 strikeouts, four wins. He's got an ERA at 1.70. Uh, and a whip is 0. 0.85, and QS is 4. So, quality stuff. I mean, you know, this this guy's been killing it. Nestor. Yeah. Nestor, that's stash, man. He's been great. Dude, dude, that's stash. I mean, dude, he's got a killer stash, dude. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a killer way of pitching that ball. And I kind of want to talk a little more about um, a guy that really has gone a little bit under the radar because he was really hurt uh, last year. Zach Gallon. Zach Allen, man. I mean, right now for the 2022 season, he's got 49 strikeouts, four wins. He's got ERA 2.32, whip is 0.91. He's kind of been killing it. And the Diamond, Diamondbacks is a hard team to get a win because they struggle offensively. Yeah. But, dude, he kills it. He yeah. kills it on the mound, man. And I know we talked a little about a little bit more about uh, Kevin Gussman on the last episode. He's now up to 70 strikeouts for the season, uh, five wins. He's got ERA 2.51 and a whip 1.07 and QS 6. Dude, he's he's looking like a Cy Young candidate. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of sneaky players in the league yeah. this year, honestly. Yeah, I Kevin mean, there's Gussman. some people that I have never heard of, and they're just popping up out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, you know, Kevin Gusman, you know, having such a great team offensively, I mean, it's it's Toronto. You yeah. know, it's Toronto yeah, Blue Jays, so, you know. Uh, you, you know, it's 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 crazy, but it's it's a good sight to – you know, see, um, see my pitcher stepping it up because you know it's good for my fantasy. But, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of games uh, have been postponed recently too. Like, you know, my guy Jose Ramirez. Like a lot of yeah. a lot of Guardians games like have been postponed. Like I feel like 
every other game is postponed. Yeah. Like, every game is ran, rained out. A lot so. of rain outs this year, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, what the freak, man? So, you know, but, you know, I mean, you got to appreciate all the double headers, but, you know, kind of sucks. So what do you think about all the rumors of Juan Soto? I mean, the Nationals possibly, like, moving him. <sighs> I mean. I mean, I was talking about this with my dad the other day. Um, it's like some – uh, places that he could go. I'm. I feel like he'd some be like. Some, I'd be. I feel like he would be like a great fit in Toronto. Dude, he would smash right? in Toronto. Like I feel like I feel like him in Toronto. Like that would like they would be a really dude. Team. He would smash, dude. Toronto. Like, all Toronto's the talent that they, they, yeah, nasty. all the talent that they already have. I mean, yeah. Adam Juan Soto. Like they would be a World Series contending team. Dude, they would, man. Juan Soto. But what are they? Uh, what would they be giving away? Uh, I don't know. I mean. Toronto has a great farm system, so they yeah. have a lot of young prospects. Yeah, absolutely. So they could give a lot of prospects away for Juan Soto. I mean, I don't know how the trade would go, but yeah, do they get Juan Soto? I mean, forget it, man. Toronto, yeah. Toronto's already a nasty team. That's the team that I I would want them to go to. I mean, because I know the Phillies. That's a good spot. The Phillies can't yeah. afford him. Nah, they 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 can't afford him. I mean, dude, we made all these moves. I mean. I don't even want to get into the fight. Just the bullpen, man. We just need a bullpen. Yeah, the bullpen. The bullpen's really got to step up. But, yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully the Phillies can bounce back and, you know, turn around. You know, I don't know. Hope for the best for the Phillies. I wish we had more, you know, positive things to talk about the Phillies, but they kind of been stinking it up. And, you know, we we say things straight on here, so, you know, we're not going to fabricate anything. So, you know, yeah, I mean, we expect the Phillies to turn around and, you know, get something going. That has been Thread and Needle Podcast, episode 14. You guys have a good one.